1: Let's call this week 47A. I had to comment on Super Tuesday. While my podcast that came out yesterday is still good listening. So much has happened. So much has changed. There's so much to talk about. Let's start the show. We are now the defenders of the stronghold of democracy and of equal opportunity. You and I as citizens have the obligation to shape the debates of our time not only with the votes we cast, but with the voices we lift.
0: The people are looking for honest answers, not easy answers. The very word secrecy is repugnant. Clear leadership. And we are, as a people, not false claims and evasiveness and politics as usual. Opposed to secret societies. But ours is a nation of the battle, not the bullet. And the secret pursuit. As a people, we cannot afford to let any group of citizens or any individual citizen live or labor under conditions which are injurious to the Commonwealth. Black.
1: What a night, America. Clearly, Americans are hungry for a return to normalcy, I guess. I don't know. But when a guy goes around the country with no money, no organization, and cleans up the way he did on Tuesday night, Joe Biden is clearly clearly the frontrunner once again in this race for the Democratic nomination for President of the United States and I would say that Tuesday March uh, I guess 10th uh, the Michigan primary is a must win for Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders lost states last night. he easily won to uh, in 2016 including uh, Minnesota and Oklahoma. If he loses Michigan and I think Michigan was I think his most substantial win in 2016 because it wasn't a caucus. It was a big state that Democrats needed. It had huge turnout, and he won. He won close. It was a close race, but he did win. If he walks away from Michigan without winning, and I mean winning, clearly winning in Michigan, um, I don't know if there's a rationale for him to go forward. Now, I don't know that he'd get out. But there be no rationale. But Joe Biden cleaned up on Super Tuesday. He's the clear delegate leader. He was viable everywhere. He won all the states in the South. He won Texas, which was a surprise to everyone. He won Massachusetts, which was a surprise to everyone, especially Elizabeth Warren, who, as I record this for you today, is still in the race. But Mike Bloomberg, the winner of America Samoa, uh, has dropped out of the race and has thrown his support squarely behind Joe Biden. And uh, I knew he would do that. I didn't think. I didn't think Mike Bloomberg was a masochist who would stay in this, uh, seeing no path. And clearly, he got shellacked last night. Joe Biden won everywhere, and he won everywhere on the same day vote. Uh, you know, he's not going to win California. Bernie Sanders, it appears, will be the winner of California when all is said and all is done. But Joe Biden probably won the late breaking vote in California. When I went to bed last night, he was at 18% in California. When I woke up this morning, he was at 24% in California because the way California counts is they count the mail-in ballots first and they start counting the ballots they received first first from what I'm told. So the ballots that were cast yesterday or Monday, uh, they haven't been counted yet. So I only expect that race to narrow. Now, I think someone's called it for Bernie Sanders, but M and NBC has not called. And all of the all of the uh calling units across the various networks are not aligned on whether or not Bernie Sanders will even win California. I think it's a pretty big lead to overcome. But If you look at what happened in Texas, now, I don't know how many people voted same day. California has a robust early voting mail-in ballot system across the state. Different counties have different uh, access to it. Uh, You know, L.A. County doesn't use it as much as some other counties across the state. But it has a robust early vote. And millions of votes were cast prior to Election Day. Texas has 11 days of early voting. And uh, Sanders won the early vote. He was ahead in the early vote. By the time the same-day vote was substantially counted, Biden won. And it was very clear that Biden was dominating the same-day vote. This is a guy who had no money. He had very little staff. He didn't put any ads up. This is all bounce from South Carolina. This is all free media. I'm hearing Sanders, and again, I haven't endorsed. I'm not endorsing, but I don't like this vitriol about how the establishment's out to get Bernie Sanders. That's a lot of nonsense. People voted last night. They went to the polls and they made a decision. And they decided that they want to go in a direction that is not radical change. They wanted to go in a direction that was back to some semblance of normalcy in America, in American politics. And, you know, the president of the United States likes to call Joe Biden Sleepy Joe. I'm sorry. After four years of Donald Trump, sleepy is exactly what the American people want. They want to see a president that they don't have to think about every single minute of the day, and they will get that with Joe Biden, a steady hand who's been there and who's been experienced. Now, I'm not saying that it's over, and I am not endorsing Joe Biden, but that's the message that the American people said last night. They said, clearly, we want a steady hand. Wow. Let me tell you something. Iowa, you're never going to have the uh, first-in-the-nation caucus again. You're never going to have it again. If there's a Democratic Party leader that ever suggests that, I think we should all you know, march on the DNC headquarters uh, in, in D.C. until that person leaves. I, I don't even see New Hampshire. I, I think caucuses in general need to be done. But what a trip, America. Since the last time I talked to you, And that was yesterday. But again, I I recorded it late Monday night. But since the last time I talked to you, we've seen the stock market drop again. We've seen Joe Biden dominate in places he didn't even campaign. I mean, Massachusetts. That's Bernie Sanders' neighboring state. That's Elizabeth Warren's home state. Biden won. He didn't campaign there. Didn't run an ad there. Didn't have a staffer there. He won. Maine Bernie Sanders easily beat Hillary Clinton in Maine. Joe Biden won Maine. So what's the case here? Bernie Sanders' team have been out on the media circuit claiming that Bernie Sanders would lead this revolution by bringing in unprecedented levels of youth voters. Now, my first real experience in politics, not just knocking on doors and you know, going to campaign headquarters and volunteering. But my first real experience in politics was when I was president of the student body at the University of Albany and I wanted to motivate the uh, students to vote. In fact, I went down to the board of elections and I requested 19,000 voter registration forms so that I could register all of the, all of the students on campus, 19,000 student core, maybe 17,000. I can't remember. It was a lot. And they fought me on it, and then eventually they got them for me. They got me the forms. I think I was able to register about 1,000 people, (laughs) okay? Um, I also sued the city of Albany to get polling boots on campus, and I got the polling boots on campus, some of which were in the quads where people lived. It didn't matter. Turnout didn't spike, okay? Uh, The the numbers he's talking about have never happened, and they— unlikely will ever happen. I would love it if they did. I would love it if the youth of America took the election seriously. I think we would never have another Republican president ever unless that Republican president was a realist and was dealing with reality. But it's not happening. And if you look at the turnout in Virginia last night, Virginia turnout was doubled, close to doubled from 2016. And Joe Biden got over 50% of the vote. Joe Biden blew the doors off Bernie Sanders in Virginia. Bernie Sanders did worse across this country, including in California, which is where he will point to his big victory than he did in 2016, significantly worse. So we have to ask the question, if you're not growing the movement in the party, how do you expect to beat Donald Trump? If you're not growing this big movement of yours, there's no chance to beat Donald Trump. So Michigan or bust for you, Bernie. I I don't expect him to get out. I really don't after Michigan. I think he'll be stubborn. I think he'll go all the way to the convention. Um, I hope that reporters today are asking Bernie Sanders, at the last debate, you said the person with the most delegates going into the convention should be the nominee. Do you still believe that? I bet you he has a different answer today than he did two weeks ago when he thought that that would be him tonight. He thought that today he was going to be going on the news calling for Joe Biden and Mike Bloomberg and Elizabeth Warren and everybody else to get out of the race. And today he sits with a significant delegate disadvantage and tougher states to come for him. He's not going to do well in Florida on March 17th. He's not going to do well uh, in Illinois. He, You know, he. this is a... This is a pivotal moment for Bernie Sanders, a pivotal moment for the Democratic Party. I, you know, Bernie Sanders is going to have to decide after the Michigan primary next week, you know, assuming he loses. And um, that's a big assumption. I mean, he did very well in Michigan. It's a very interesting state. Jennifer Granholm, the former governor, very popular former governor of Michigan, endorsed Joe Biden this morning. Uh, I expect other prominent Michigan officials to endorse Joe Biden. If Bernie Sanders loses Michigan and continues on in this in this uh, race, he cares more about Bernie Sanders than he does about beating Donald Trump. And I'm not endorsing. I want to be part of the unifying after because I think unity is as or more important than the candidate. I still believe that. But it's looking to me that the Democratic Party has made its choice. The pivot has happened. And we'll see. Look, things change. Look at how much things have changed in the last week. It could change again. Um, You know, Joe Biden could do poorly in a debate. Um, He could have significant gaffes. I know that the conservative media is loving the fact that Joe Biden mixed up his wife and his sister last night. And I was watching that. I was like, oh my God. And what was with that milk protest? What is that? (laughs) Come on, man. I mean, what is with that? But I know that the conservative media is going to have a a, a good time with that. I'm going to be on uh, Fox a lot the next three days. And uh, I'm sure that question will be asked to me. I'm sure Piero will ask it to me. I'm sure Ingram will ask it to me. I'm sure Bongino and others, all my conservative friends, will ask me about that moment. But they did switch sides, <laughs> you know. And I've been in that phonetic room where you mix things up. Now I've never mistaked my wife and my sisters. I mean, my sisters are both kind of short, and my wife is tall. So <laughs> and my sisters both have dark hair. My wife's blonde. So it's it's a it's it's a it is interesting to see where this is going to go, and yeah, he could definitely fall flat on his face. But he's got a really big new ally in Mike Bloomberg. He's gonna have an organization pulling for him. Look, Mike Bloomberg can't just give him the keys to his headquarters, right? They can't coordinate, but uh, but having those people on the ground making the case for you, even if they're doing it on their own, is is very very helpful. It it evens the field right now, right? Bernie Sanders has raised a ton of money, a ton of money. And I have a feeling in March, uh, Joe Biden will be competitive just this month in fundraising with Bernie Sanders. But Bernie Sanders has a list of millions of people who are on recurring donations of $5, 10 20 $25 that are raking in now close to $40 million a month. That's an impressive thing he's built. That could allow him to stay in this race indefinitely could allow him to run as a third party if he chose, which would destroy America. But now Bloomberg has a fighting chance to be competitive with him financially. And it clearly doesn't matter, right? Bernie Sanders outspent Joe Biden everywhere, in every state, including South Carolina, which is where Joe Biden had his big win. He outspent him in North Carolina dramatically. He, Alabama, Joe Biden got 72% of the African American vote in Alabama. So we have to ask ourselves the question where does this go from here and how do we unify afterwards? I think that the VP choice is going to be very important. If Joe Biden is the, is the nominee, he's going to have to pick somebody from the Sanders wing of the party. I don't know who that is. Uh, I think maybe Stacey Abrams. I don't know that she's from the Sanders wing of the party. I don't actually don't think she is from the Sanders wing of the party, but she's doing God's work right now, trying to make sure that our elections are honest, that people have access to the franchise, and I I find it hard to believe that Bernie Sanders would have a would be disapproving of that. I also think Bernie Sanders has to put Joe Biden's name into nomination if Joe Biden is the nominee, and and vice versa, if Sanders is the nominee, I would like to see I would like to see Joe Biden put Bernie Sanders' name into, the, into, into, into uh, nomination. And of course, we're waiting for the return of Barack Obama to American politics. He's got to be the unifier at the end. Unity, America. It is unity that is going to be more important than whatever else happens. Unity. Unity whether it's Joe or Bernie, because it looks like it's just those two right now, barring some crazy scenario that we don't see. And who knows? I'm I'm also wondering, watch for this this week, America. Those protesters that attacked Joe Biden last night, that makes it very clear that his campaign at this point needs to request Secret Service protection. And generally speaking, presidents just honor that. When those requests come, they honor those requests. I wonder if President Trump will honor those requests when they come. I have a feeling he won't. I mean, not before the convention or before the nomination is really locked up. I have a feeling he won't. Watch for that. Let's hope he does. Let's hope he honors those requests. I don't want, you know, I I don't want to think that the guy's pure evil all the time. Let's hope he does the right thing. But man, every time he gets a chance to do the right thing, he doesn't. So watch this space, America. I just wanted to pop in, say hello, give you my thoughts on last night. I'll be back again with a fresh podcast on Tuesday. Watch me on Fox. Follow me on Twitter at Christopher Hahn on Twitter, ChristopherHahn.com. And I want to remind you as always to seek the truth, question everyone, question everything, America, even me but especially people running for president and asking you for their vote. Seek the truth. I know it's out there, and I know you'll find it if you look hard enough for it. And I'll be back here again next week to tell you the truth as I see it. I'm Chris Hahn. Thanks for listening to the Aggressive Progressive Podcast.
0: Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brandspark American Trust Study, each office independently owned and operated. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try on.